Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm Dr. Amina Fisher with Empower Your Pelvis here in Kansas City. And today I have Morgan Klein from Burn Boot Camps here with me. She, if you guys don't know her, she's probably one of the most influential boss moms that I follow on social media. And it's fun to see how she's really juggling it all. I say juggle because to me, Being a mom myself, it's not really a balance. It's more of a juggle, but we'll hear her words on that later. So let's get it started. Morgan, you want to introduce yourself? Thank you for coming. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for that compliment. So, yes, I, my name is Morgan Klein. I'm the CEO and co founder of Burn Boot Camp. I am a mom of three kids. So I've got a seven year old, a five year old, and an almost three year old, um, a girl and two boys. So, you know, I've been on this journey since day one with my husband. We founded the company in 2012. We started franchising in 2015. And now we are in over four and 41 states. And we've got over 350 burn boot camp gyms. So lots of growth over the last 10 years. And obviously, both personally and professionally, you know, having a having kids and um, starting a business and growing a business, having more kids. Uh, but Burn Boot Camp, it's a 45-minute workout that is geared towards women and mothers and you know their families and empowering women through fitness and doing that not just through their 45-minute workout, but also supporting them emotionally and physically and building a community. You know, that's what makes Burn Boot Camp so special. And I know that you you get to have a little taste of that community as well, working out at Burn Boot Camp, but I really think that that is what is missing so much in our fitness communities is this the support and the accountability and the lack of intimidation that you feel when you come into Burn Boot Camp, which I definitely want to make sure we talk about because I think that is a little bit of a misconception when you hear the word boot camp. And um, so yeah, I know we can hopefully talk about that in a little bit. That's very true. I know my favorite thing, I think what drew me to Burn Boot Camp was the fact that you guys did have childcare, like that was available for moms. But then it was the community because you're kind of like in this limbo as a mom after you have kids of like, I don't know where I belong. Yeah. Like I used to be an athlete or I used to be more active. Now I'm out of breath, but you get there and you're like, oh, these people get me. And then not alone do they get me like somebody's up here telling me I'm doing a good job and give me a high five. And you're like, wow, I haven't had that in my house in a really long time. Like I haven't had a piece of that. Like this is fantastic and exactly what I needed. And you leave on a bigger high than, you know, I did if I went for a run. So I really appreciate what you guys have built. With that, what made you guys want to franchise? Yeah, so great question. I, like I said, we started in 2012 and we started in a parking lot because Devin and I were 24 at the time and he was a ex-professional baseball player and I was working for the Kellogg company. So while I had a good job, I was still very much entry level. 
you know, we were fresh out of college basically, and we didn't have a lot to our name. We didn't have a business plan. We didn't have this capital backing by anything. And so, but we had vision and we had belief in in one another. And so we started in a parking lot and really like a, a hybrid model of a gymnastic studio and a parking lot. Then we kind of grew that in the Charlotte market. Charlotte, North Carolina is where we started. We opened five gyms in the Charlotte area. And it really just started to, to really grow within the, you know our own community. And we had people coming up to us that had these wonderful transformations with us and saying, how do I bring Burn Boot Camp to like more communities? Like they wanted to join forces with us. And we were like, oh my God, like we would have never thought that that was really the vision. We definitely had our sights on like growing out the Charlotte market and maybe a little bit of the Raleigh market, but from franchising was not something that was placed in our heart for till about 2014, when people really started asking us, how do we become a bigger part of this? And so 2015, we, you know, became a franchise. We learned a lot. We, we did it in a pretty gritty way of like hiring somebody that could create our FDDs and um, building processes and, but we had so many people that believed in us because they had their own transformation. So a lot of our growth has been organic. It's been within our membership base of, you know, women that came in and, you know, lost their identity or, you know, maybe they were a stay-at-home mom or maybe they were in a corporate career and they were, you know, a mom as well and they just didn't feel like they had that impact and they weren't passionate about what they were doing anymore. And so we have so many different walks of life, I guess, and backgrounds within our franchise partner group. But I would say 95% of our franchise partners come from within our system. People that have had those transformations and want to give back to their communities even more because they've felt that transformation. They And they're like, I need more women and moms to feel the way that I've felt and finally feel seen and feel supported and feel like I have a community. And so, yeah, that's, that's how we got started. Parking lot to... <laughs> to over 350 or 350 units in 41 states. I want to say 350,000, but you know, um, I don't you know really manifest it. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. So yeah. it may be coming. With you guys having the gems and have had them for, what is that, 11 years now? Yep, 11 years. Oh, wow. yeah. What would you say? And I'm guessing, well, I'll make my assumption in a second. What is your most favorite thing about the gem itself and maybe then owning the gems? Yeah. So I didn't really talk about this, but I started as a trainer too. So I've not just been like the owner of the gyms. I've also played every role that... Yeah, exactly. I've been the janitor. I've been the payroll person. I've been the trainer. So obviously my passion started when I was able to see the impact that I could have on just one single human being each day. And you know, now I've get the opportunity to do that on a bigger level through social media, through podcasting, through growing our business and having... We have over 100,000 members right now actively in our business. And so for me, hands down, when I'm traveling the country and, and going into a burn boot camp, it never gets old for me to hear like, burn boot camp has changed my life, saved my life. Burn boot camp has given me confidence. Like When I hear things that are truly non-scale victories... I am just so like I'm just so grateful that I get the opportunity to be a little part of someone's life that has given, you know, an, a positive impact to them and then like they go turn around and they give that positive influence to their spouse or their family or their friends or their community and just the ripple effect that I've seen it's just incredible to know what can happen inside four walls for 45 minutes 
can also happen outside of those four walls. Exactly. And I think too, also, and I don't know if I'm sure you guys have thought about this, but you're probably also having an effect on those kids that are going there with their moms. Yeah, absolutely. And so Child Watch has always been part of our model since day one, because we truly serve moms in the beginning. That was actually our niche. We were the fit community of moms. We've obviously opened that up along the way as we've evolved. But the biggest barrier that that mothers have to getting themselves you know, back to the gym is is my kids, right? Because they either feel guilty that they're dropping them off in childcare. They feel guilty if they're having a babysitter come. And so that guilt overturns their, you know, putting themselves first. So we're like, okay, why don't we make that part of the membership? So we include that in the membership. We're not nickel and diming you. If you have five kids, you're going to pay $10 each. So that has been one of the biggest game changers, I think, for our community and, and supporting women because they deserve to have 45 minutes of time and they are setting a great example for their kids. And so now a lot of our gyms have big windows where like the child watch room overlooks the workout space. And I just love seeing pictures or like being in a gym where like you can literally watch these little kids cheering their mom on, cheering their dad on even. And then we also have kids camp. So we'll, we'll create my kids kids. love kids camp. Yeah. They dominate that. And now I think I hear most often my kids will get mad at me if I don't go to burn boot camp that day. Like they're the ones dragging me into the gym. And I'm like, gosh, what an amazing concept that our kids have seen the positive influence. And now they're the ones that are driving us to the gym. So it's super neat. Something I really enjoy watching with you, like when you guys are going to other states to set up different burn boot camps or checking in on them, Mm -hmm. you as a mom like that's still set inside you where you're like stepping outside of the clinic, like the gym and turning on FaceTime and having the conversations with your kids. And I love that you show that on social, but tell us a little bit more about how you're balancing motherhood and business ownership together. Mm -hmm. And again, I said balance and I don't agree with that. I know. I know. We got to debunk that word balance. It is truly an unrealistic expectation to think that you're always going to have this perfect balance where it's like 50% here, 50% here. The reality is sometimes it's 90% work and 10% home life. And then sometimes it's flipped. And you just have to really prioritize what means the most to you. And obviously, your kids are always going to come first, right? At least for me. Of course, they're always at the top of my priority list. But I have very open conversations with my kids too about like, what is the most important thing that mommy does for you? Is it picking you up from school? Is it dropping you off? So I really have started now that they're older, like having that dialogue with them and making sure that we're on the same page. But on the flip side of that, I've really tried to instill in my children that like, hey, mommy works, you know, like, and and I do have to sacrifice certain things. There's things I can't always come to because I have to work because and showing them what that work translates to. So I think treating your children and like being open with them, even at a young age is very important. So even though I may not be able to be with my kids 100% of the time, I know that when I'm not with them, I'm still intrinsically showing them hard work and instilling values in them that are important for me as a mom to instill in them. So kind of going back to that, that's my holistic philosophy on balance is like, stop, stop giving yourself unrealistic expectations. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that places those expectations on yourself. And then we end up falling short and feeling all this guilt. So for me, it's just getting really clear on what I need to say yes to and what I need to say no to. I've realized that this is a season of my life where 
it's work and family, work and family. And of course, taking care of myself is weaved into that. Having time with my girlfriends, of course, is weaved into that, my family and things like that. But also like saying no to things that just really aren't moving the needle for me. I think that is hard for like anyone who loves like a social life or just loves to be included in a lot of things. You have to just start to learn to say no to the things that aren't filling your cup up anymore. And it leaves room for like time for you to say yes to the things that are most important. And guys, this is just a season that you may be in, whether that's newborn stage, toddler stage, or like all three of your kids are in high school and it's crazy town. It's all a season. So it's just, what do you need to kind of give up during that time to make it through? Right. It's like an evolution period mm-hmm. too. And then you're yeah. just ebbing and flowing in between on where you need to be at that time. I love that you're talking to your kids. We started doing that like when they could have more conversations mm-hmm. to figure out like our kids are all in sports right now. So trying to figure out like they want a home night. Okay, what do you want to do on your home night? I want to spend time. We want to do game night or we want to go for a walk to the park and making sure that they're like even our goals and aspirations with what we want in life, have them included in it. It's no longer my husband and I like, hey, this is why we're working, what we want to build as a family. But it's definitely like they're some of their stuff is unrealistic. Like they want us to move out to South Carolina. I would love it. I'd be closer to you. Yes. But like they, you know, unrealistic. They're like, well, they're hiring everywhere. You guys can move out there because everybody's hiring. We're like, yes, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> but taking their thoughts into consideration and coming up with yeah. a plan as a team. Yeah. Um, and showing them your work too. Like I'm sure you are really like bringing your kids into the clinic and seeing. Like when people write me, yeah, yeah. when people write me stories on DMs of like, thank, thanking Devin and I, I literally will read that out loud to my daughter. Cause I'm just like, Hey, you don't want to have to leave sometimes. And you know, I'm not with you. Like, this is what I'm building and this is what I'm helping to do. And I'm trying to help other people too. So, and that's my seven-year-old, you know, and like, whether she comprehends it or not, I know someday she, she'll understand. Yep. And it's, I don't know. I don't remember my parents doing that. Not saying they didn't do that. But I think it's really cool that you guys are instilling in that so much sooner in life. Okay. So earlier you mentioned lack of intimidation, something that you wanted to make sure we talked about. Is that a misconception with burn boot camp with hearing the word boot camp, that it is scary, big, moving tires, that sort of place? I think so. You know, I think that one of the biggest things I used to hear when I when I was um, running my own gym is, I'd call people or they'd call me or they'd email in or whatever. And they'd be like, well, I have to get in shape to go to boot camp." <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. Like I get that. Like you feel like you need to get in shape or maybe what you see on social media sometimes, even on our own pages is, wow, that person's like really in shape. I'm not that. So that gym's not for me. And what we've tried to do from obviously a marketing and social media perspective is show all different fitness levels because that's truly how we build our programming and it's for all fitness levels. So we have a workout that's going to be a baseline. And then you're going to have a mod up, you know, where you're doing maybe uh, heavier weights, or you're doing a a larger box jump. And then we're going to also have a modification down where, hey, if you're just getting started, maybe you just had a baby, or maybe you haven't worked out in 10 years, or maybe you've never worked out at all. We have seen every walk of life. And we're here to support you in that, right? So we like to say, we meet you where you're at. And yes, you may be working out to this like former athlete that is just crushing it. But the great thing about our community and how we've built our culture is that you guys can cheer each other on. And it's no competition, which is something that is not... You don't always find in the fitness industry, right? I can remember at 24 years old, 
walking into, you know, a big box gym and feeling incredibly intimidated. And I was a former athlete. So I knew my way around the weight room. You know, I was in decent shape. And I, as a woman, still felt intimidation because the support wasn't there. The culture wasn't supportive. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to cheer you on. You're going to cheer me on. No, we were competing with each other. We were looking at the corner of each other's eyes, like how much are they lifting or, you know, it, it's silly things like that. Yeah. And so we, Devin and I have built burn intentionally because we've both have had experience in like how we don't want to build this gym culture. He worked in a big box gym as a personal trainer. And then I had my own like insecurities as a young woman. And so we've kind of built burn to change that narrative. We don't have any mirrors in our gyms on purpose. We've talked about this before. Granted, we started in a parking lot. So we didn't have the ability to start with (laughs) mirrors. But when we did have the opportunity to build out our brick and mortar, I was like, I don't want to see myself. I truly... And I know a lot of other women don't because it it triggers certain insecurities when they see maybe, you know, they're the a roll on their belly or, that's you know, so cellulite on their butt, you know, when they're looking in the mirror. And that's what that's this 45 minutes of working out is not about picking yourself apart. It's about building you up. It's about creating confidence in you that, hey, you know what, lifting those heavier weights, somehow just doing one little thing that you didn't think you could do it's going to give you that confidence to do something outside of the gym that you didn't think you could do. So if you're listening to this and you're intimidated by the word boot camp, like I would just encourage you to try it out. And I think you'll see very quickly that the women and the culture and the trainers and the men too, we do, we do allow men into our gyms. They're supportive. And if they're not, they don't get to be part of the culture. So thank you for sharing that. Cause I've always wondered why there weren't mirrors. And I don't think I actually knew the reasoning behind it. And so when patients come in here, number one, the one other, I, I love, I love burn, but I do love that you guys mod down everything if need be for people. Cause that's when people like for us as public floor physical therapy to go back in, I'm comfortable with them going into burn boot camp after their six week checkup, because they do mod down and we can walk them through because I've been there. I know exactly what you guys are going to do. Usually, I've probably been there at like the 4.45 a.m. They're going in later that day. So then I have an idea of modifications that they can do. And we're, of course, seeing them here too. But then a lot of my postural stuff that I go through with women, I no longer use the mirrors. They close their eyes and have to feel where their body is in space because when they go to burn, there are no mirrors there. And that was one question yeah. from lady finally was like, well, th- what about the mirrors? I'm like, hmm, you're right. Okay. We're going to have to feel yeah. where we're at and then you'll be fine. Yeah. And, and it's and, always worked out. And I appreciate that support. We've certainly gotten some negative feedbacks kind of from other trainers in the industry. Like, well, you should have mirrors because, because then people can see their, their form. And, and while I get that point, you weigh it, right? It's like, okay, do we want mirrors for form or do I want women to feel safe and secure and not be focusing on how they look? And to me, it always has outweighed because I've heard it so many times about how it's different, you know? And so that's where our personal training in a group setting comes in where, you know, you have that trainer. They're not just at the front of the floor, like telling you what to do and then just sitting there. They are meant to actually get in there, fix your form and make sure that you are working out safely, just as you would if you had a personal trainer. So, but thank you guys for that. I hope it stays that way. Yeah. Um, Something that I've seen you do recently, probably within the last year, because time flies Mm -hmm. too. You're doing more inspirational talks and speaking engagements. Can you touch Mm -hmm. on that a little bit? Because 
And I've seen you doing it with Devin lately too, like with book clubs and things that, yeah, I would just like yeah. to know that. This is where I've really had to step outside of my comfort zone. Um, to be honest, Amanda, because I don't, I'm actually like very nervous about public speaking, Oh my god! which I know everyone's always like, what? It's something I've had to really develop myself. And I think it comes from a deep rooted insecurity of like, nobody cares what I have to say, but that's not the truth. And that's just my mind speaking sometimes. But I think over the last couple of years, especially like I just have realized how my words do carry weight and that I have, I have this platform and I have this opportunity to speak positivity into women and and people. And I would be remiss not to use that opportunity. So I've said yes to more speaking engagements. I, you know, I'm committed to getting on our podcast and speaking and Devin and I go on IG live and all that content is now just being captured and housed in our YouTube channel on our podcast. And without a doubt, even on the days I don't feel like I had anything good to say, I'll get a message from somebody who's like, I needed that message today. Like, thank you. And so I just have to remember the impact. And like I said, it's it's an honor to have that. And it would be a waste if I didn't use this opportunity to speak more life into people and encouragement and confidence and, and my own vulnerabilities of going through the things that I've gone through now as, as a woman and as a mom of three and all the different things that comes along with that and sharing that real raw authentic self of me has paid off tenfold versus trying to be somebody that I didn't want to be. Yep, I agree. Because when and we've all probably tried that with social media and this mm-hmm. evolution of growth online and when we're not our true self, it just flatlines. And when you're able to actually shine through who you are, it does. It's mind-blowing that people want to see the true person. I mean, your flaws and yeah. securities, but it's exactly yeah. what you see. I'm getting ready to speak in a couple of weeks. So I might ask you on the DM side. Yeah. Yeah. Advice on that because it'll be my first speaking gig and I'm, a, I'm like freaking out. I'm not going to lie. I'm like <laughs> excited, but freaking out. Yeah. You got this. You got Ooh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Last question. Tell us something you are doing, learning, or teaching right now. And this could be one of those, or if you want to answer all three, you can go for it. Yeah. So that's a great question. I love that. One thing that I'm learning right now is something called nonviolent communication. So I just went through an eight week course with a instructor and I did it alongside my leadership team and a couple other people in our organization that leads people. And so it really, there's a book on it. Marshall Rosenberg was the person that founded nonviolent communication. He wrote a book and then his understudy, Dr. Bigby has been the one taking me through this course, but it teaches me how to deploy more empathy because I am an incredibly logical person. So that's just my DNA is like, I'm very kind of when it's business, it's business. And so I, as the CEO and just the standard I want to set and the leader that I want to be, I want to be able to communicate really well with people and I want to be able to deploy empathy. So those are two things that I'm learning how to do better. And so I went through this course and now it's really like starting to just use it more and more in my everyday life. So I love that. I'm going, I guess, Amazon book. Amazon. Yes. Nonviolent communication. It's a very easy read. And I will tell you, Devin and I both have done it. My husband and I, so it helps with your marriage. It helps how you can communicate with your children. And then it helps if you're a leader um, or a manager, or just 
or anything. It teaches you how to communicate better because most of the time, if you're having conflict with somebody, the core of it is that you're not able to communicate your needs and neither is the other person that, or the person that you're communicating with isn't able to receive your needs because you can't communicate them well. So it teaches you how to express your needs, but then also how to receive that from somebody if they're asking for something. So I think it's incredibly critical in the workplace because a lot of a lot of negative feelings or a lot of things that maybe aren't productive are the root of you didn't communicate or set expectations well. Yeah. All coming back down to the CEO. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. does. Yep. Absolutely. And I need that too. I'm a very logical person. So this will be <laughs> yeah. my next thing after the speaking gig. I can tap it. Yeah. It's definitely a challenge because it takes you out of your comfort zone to like talk about feelings. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great way to connect with people because the reality is you're walking around people every single day, whether they're your family or they're your friends or there's someone that works for you. You're walking around and they want to feel heard and seen and they want they want empathy deployed and they just want to be able to have that connection with people. And it's just, it is missing a lot more in today's age because of social media and because of technology. And, you know, we'd rather text people than pick up the phone and call. And so much can be misconstrued through text versus like just, physically talking to people. So I just am a big encourager of like getting on the phone with people or having that tough conversation right away. And like a lot of people want to just avoid that and kick it down the curb. Yep. Which then can make things worse. Yeah. All right, Morgan. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Please tell our people where they can find you. Yes, absolutely. So on Instagram, my handle is morgan.a.klein. Also, the business is at burnbootcamp.com. And then you can check out any of our locations by going to burnbootcamp.com. We've got a map and a location finder there. And we always offer a seven-day free trial. No-brainer, guys. Go test it out. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. Hopefully, we can have you again in the future. Absolutely. I will chat with you soon. Thanks, Morgan. Bye. Thank you. Hey, Pelvic Posse. I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse.